Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with... It's the interview series presented by WFPK and WFPK.org, Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you, as always, of course, for making your way here, for checking out the episode. Please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews. I do three brand new ones every single week. as a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to keep you up to date on your favorite artists and discover those new ones. You can grab us at Spotify, at Apple Podcasts, at NPR, WFPK. FPK.org, Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. And if you're already a subscriber, please uh, do take a moment to uh, give the series a rating and a review wherever you listen from as well. And I will try to do my parts of keeping the great guests coming along. Uh, most recently, we've uh, talked to, let's see, Buffalo Tom, back with a brand new album. Uh, Mary Holland was here to tell us about, she's writing a movie about uh, Lance Bass and Danielle Fischel. Uh, Monica Raymond, the star of Hightown on Stars. We had Neil Halstead of the band Slow Dive. Emily Hampshire, you know her from Schitt's Creek and 12 Monkeys. Uh, Neck Deep was here. They have a, a brand new pop punk album. Actor Michael Shannon, Slater Kinney, Eduardo Franco from Stranger Things, Jack Antonoff, the super producer behind Taylor Swift and Lana Del Rey. We had Doctor Who's Peter Capaldi, McKenna Grace from Ghostbusters. Uh, that's just an example of what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. And that's me, Kyle Meredith, today talking with director Matthew Vaughn. You know, uh, Matthew Vaughn, he's behind, well, most recently he's done all the uh, Kingsman movies. Uh, he did uh, some of the uh, the X-Men movies. He's back with a brand new one called Argyle. It's 
got another ensemble cast, which seems to be one of his uh, hallmarks. Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, Dua Lipa, Ariana DeBose, John Cena, Samuel L. Jackson, just to name a few from the movie. Uh, it tells the story of Ellie Conway, an introverted spy novelist who seldom leaves her home, who is drawn into the real world of espionage when the plot of her books gets a little too close to the activities of a sinister underground syndicate. That's our plot. Matthew, uh, he's, uh, he's going to, well, so he's always written his own movies. He's going to tell us why that changed when he read this script, one that he actually uh, didn't write. He'll talk about that as well as what it was like having uh, Henry Cavill and Sam Rockwell reshooting identical fight scenes, uh, having Sam Jackson deliver lines in his iconic style, and the classic actors that he had in mind when he was casting the ones who would end up actually in the roles. Uh, Matthew's also going to go on to reveal how he cleared the final track from the Beatles, the song Now and Then, like a full year before any of us knew it even existed, what it was like to write the track Electric Energy that's featured in the movie, along with uh, Ariana DeBose, Boy George, and Nile Rodgers, and the potential plans he has for two sequels or prequels, all that and more, we're talking about Argyle in theaters now. It's Kyle Meredith with Matthew Vaughn. Hello, how are you doing? I had so much fun watching Argyle. Uh, really, you've, you've once again made, uh, I, I'll use that word again, just such a fun movie. So, it, Well, the good news is I wanted it to be fun. Imagine if I was like, what are you talking about? It's fun. It's serious. You know, <laughs> um, it is fun. And the fact that you've got Prince next to you and I like you. Do you have a favorite Prince era? Um, I like his early area. I, I mean, I, God, I'm tired. Early area. Um, no. Um, yes, I, I really liked his early stuff. So even things like um, controversy and all the way back there. But Purple Rain is where I really, you know, that album blew my mind. And um, and Sign of the Times is just a masterpiece. Just right. Yes, he's the best. I've, I've seen it. So many people live and there isn't a single person has got near to Prince. No, that's true. I, I will agree with you. Was the greatest guitarist of of my era. Guitarist, performer. Uh, I, I in one week I was lucky enough to see Prince, Michael Jackson, and Madonna, and and I I was amazed each each concert getting better, and then Prince just blew the other two off. Just, just they just were decimated by him. Oh man, I, I really can't imagine. I didn't get. I mean, I've seen Michael Jackson and Madonna on video. Like I used because uh -huh. you know that was I was a kid of the '80s, so of course I was watching yeah. all those live shows. But I did see Prince live uh, before he passed away. But I can't imagine what that was, <laughs> what that week must have been like. That's amazing. It was a good week. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I am going to talk about the music in Argyle because I know that's important. But um, I, I, I thought we'd start with sort of you know the basic stuff. Like this is the first movie where it's not written directed by mm -hmm. you uh, you know yes. this is the first one that's not what was it still about this idea that that excited you well jason wrote a really good script with a lot of twists in it and the twist got me in the script so that was you know, he rang me up so would you read the screenplay and 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 it's pretty hard to you know when you've been reading a lot of scripts and doing it for a long time it's hard to to, to land land mr x in, in the way he did um but the script was quite um safe shall we say uh and i was like you know what if i'm going to do this jason so i sat him down i believe in unlike other people in hollywood i tell the truth up front and i said look i'm going to rip this apart 
I'm going to change a lot. We're going to put a cat in the movie. We're going to come up, I come up with this idea that we'll have two spies because his one was really about the super spy. Um, and then she meets another super spy and they, you know, it would be Brad Pitt and Henry Cavill. You're like, yeah, sort of nice, but we sort of seen it, done it before. And I said, I want to do a movie where we have the super spy and the, let's call it the realistic rough spy and seeing how these two people are on the same mission, do things totally different, but get to the, the same destination in a different manner. And that got me excited. And then, and then I, and I, then I thought in the third act, why don't we just do the most fun feminine action ever done before and reinvent action for a woman. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we did it. Well, we tried to do it. I'm proud of it. So, um, and it was scary when we did it because there were moments where you can see some people going, as usual, as he lost his mind. I think it seems to be a sort of a catchphrase I hear. Um, but I don't know how many times one can lose your mind, but I seem to do it every time. I might good be talent to have, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I just think you've got to be brave and try and be original. It's our job, or my thing is my job to entertain people. And, uh, and entertain you have. It, it is like... Uh, somebody asked uh, one of the one of the publicists asked me. He's like, "Well, what did you think about the movie?" And I and I, I was saying, you know, it took had the publicist few... seen the film. Do you think? Because sometimes <laughs> publicists ask, they need to know what it is. Offense, <laughs> it's a, but, it's okay. a good question. But I think my answer was, you know, it actually took me a few minutes to find the flow because at the beginning, you know, we see this over the top, fantastical, you know, in the story spy thing happening, and and then there's the flashing back and forth, as you say, between the two spies. Having Henry and Sam sort of playing the same person, but playing com two completely, like, like how was it to shoot that? Because it's not that you have to be lock in step with each other. It's mm -hmm. almost it feels like it's the opposite of that. Well, that was the irony is they had to. It was very hard to shoot. We had to shoot the action sequences twice, right? Um, so it's not. It's pretty hard doing it once. Let alone twice. But they had to do the same choreography, but with a different interpretation. Um, and it, and it was, you know, to their credit, they really rehearsed it and rehearsed it. So, um, they made my life a lot easier and it was just, it was very funny to watch as well because, and some of the jokes that you see, we did make up on the day because I was like, Oh, Hey, actually, you know, these two stunt I said, go on, just give him a little peck on the cheek and let's see what happens. And we, we, so there was a really good creative camaraderie on the set. And I think that's what comes across in this movie. The fun came from that. There was a lot of us. We there was no we were all united and let's make a fun, great movie and enjoy. And and we all feel blessed because we you know we made this right at the end of lockdown. So we were just we all got out of our houses and found each other and made a movie. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines, some of them, work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. 
It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Matthew Vaughn. I know this is one of those questions that, especially because of the type of movies you make and the casts you continually put together, but how, how how does an ensemble cast like this actually happen? Because it feels like, you know, as the old saying goes, it's amazing that any movie ever gets made, but to have a movie with this many like top names, like how, how do you do that? Well, if you don't ask, you don't get. Um, and I've been incredibly lucky that I've, I, that, actors have tended to say yes and um and you know i'm a director and you know i say this to people john houston's first said it directing is 90 percent casting mm -hmm. so i'm just like a, a conductor so if you if you're an orchestra and you hire the best musicians my your job is just to keep them in time and guide them a little bit but these people are so good that even if i'm out of time they're going to stay on time and or in time and um i'm just lucky they make because because you know if you make a movie and you've got the, the best cinematographer, the best screenplay, the best music, the best locations, the best costume, the best makeup, but the actors suck. doesn't matter. You're dead. So, you know, in the end of the day, acting is, you know, that's what you relate to. You relate to the characters on the screen more than anything else. And if you don't relate to the characters, you're not going to be engaged in the movie. I've heard you say that uh, you keep classic actors in mind uh, at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. When I, when I, when I write... Definitely, and because it's a, they they're not going to turn me down because I can't ask them to be in the movie. Um, but secondly, it's just a little bit freer, and and they're, and they're the people that inspired me. Like when we write music, is I'm always going back to the, the characters on your wall, um, because that that that's where my love of film came from and the love of acting. So in like this movie, like Argyle, I was like, you know what, I want to cross between Sean Connery and Roger Moore together. And Aiden Wilde, the Sam Rockwell character, I, was, I said to him, I sort of want a little bit of Jack Nicholson, a lot of Gene Wilder, 
and maybe a dash of Bill Murray. Um, and that's that's how it, it, it's in it. And then you can give references that we all understand and then it becomes their own. But of course, I don't want them to be impersonating them, but just be inspired by them. And then it's about finding that. Per like, that's what I wondered, like at the end result, if you look back, like how close was the matchup? who actually was cast versus maybe what you had in your head. Like how often does that really hit? Uh, it's virtually identical. Like, you know, on, on layer cake, I was saying to everyone, we've got to find the new Steve McQueen. Mm -hmm. All right. And Daniel Craig walked in. I was like, that's my guy. And, um, you know, Kingsman was all about finding the new, well, not finding David Niven was the inspiration. And Colin Firth, I think is the, is the modern, David Niven, and um, so yeah, if you can go through any of my movies, I'll tell you who was who the the actor or the the legend was that inspired the role. Yeah, I love knowing that. And since we we're, we're hitting there, the music, there are three main songs. We don't have to talk about where they are in it, but I heard the first notes of Now and Then, and I was like, oh my god, he's using Now and Then. You know, here we have this final Beatles song. Let's come yeah. out. And, and it's not the exact version. I mean, this sounds like the demo, the the, the original Lennon demo. And, and uh, knowing that Giles was a part of this too, how does how how did you end up with this? Because this is still so new in the world for it to be in a movie. So Giles Martin is the producer. Um, a, over a year and a half ago, said I said I was with him and I said, look, I'm really struggling to find what I call the romantic song of the movie because I need it to be sad but hopeful and most I've, now that I've, I've listened this movie made me listen to more love songs than I've ever ever tried in my life and I realized that most of them are just sad you know? um, and all about breakups and I was like oh, and I, I said I can't make it just that I need a it needs something with a little you know with an uplift and he said do you want to hear a new Beatles song and Giles has got a hell of a sense of humor so I was like yeah yeah whatever he goes no I'm being deadly serious and he played it to me and it was as if Lennon had seen the film, the lyrics, now and then, the way it was. Then then I, I said, okay. And then we just slapped it on the movie. And we didn't have to edit anything. It just fitted the picture, which I, I was like, oh, my God, thank you. And then Lorne heard it and came up with the idea of doing some big orchestrations. of And, and it's one of my favorite themes now. When I think when, that, when, that, when the orchestra belts that out at the end of the movie... I was like, oh, you know, thank you, Sir Paul, Ringo, Harrison, and 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 let. I mean, it's, I kind of in fact, I'm even saying this, and Sean and well, Sean Lennon as well, as well as John Lennon, and and the idea that I got to to actually work with with the last Beatles song, what an honor! No other way of describing it, and a privilege. Um, but boy, was it hard having it for a year and not talking to anyone about it. I was not allowed to talk, you know, that I had to give my word. I wouldn't speak about it. So it's actually very nice to finally go. Can you believe this? I mean, I can't imagine. I actually can't imagine that because of all the songs in all of the world, when we heard that there's one more Beatles song and, you know, and, and for me, uh, free is a bird and real love were two mm -hmm. of the most important songs of, of my, you know, early teenage years. Wow. And to hear this final thing, you know, and 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 I've sat with it, and I also work at a, a radio station here in in Louisville, and you know, we played it so many. Are times. you from Lou? Are you from Louisville? Yeah, I'm in Louisville. Yeah. Ah, uh, my partners and my in my bourbon, you know, oh. brown, yeah, they make my brown foreman. So I've always promised them I'm coming out soon. I'm just worried I won't know how to leave once I get there, but I'm looking forward to going there one day. I know a lot of the folks over at Brown Foreman. That's uh, yeah. yeah, it's good people, yeah. good. 
good family, good family, and even better bourbon. Well, bourbon, bourbon. I always say it. you got you, bourbon, bourbon, you bourbon, know, whatever. Yeah. It yeah. all tastes the same, so it's no matter how you say it. Uh, when you say that, you can taste the good stuff from the bad stuff, or you feel <laughs> it the next day as well. Well, the Beatles. Okay, so the Beatles. I was also going to, you've got Snow Patrol's run in here. Uh, also, mm-hmm. really great. What well, a different version of it. It's not Snow Patrol. It's Leonie Lewis, sort of a big gospely, themic version. And then there's Electric Energy. Now, I saw in the credits that you have a co-write on this song, too. Is is Are you a co-writer on the song? Either that or I'm a liar. So, yes, I, <laughs> I, I am a co-writer. Um, it was bizarre because we couldn't find a disco track for the Bakunin, you know, that apartment action sequence. And we tried everything and it wasn't fitting. And then I was like, well, let's write a old new disco track. I mean, what is it about old and new in this movie? But like with the Beatles, I went, well, and so we wrote um, the template and then we played it to Ariana who had some great ideas and then she sang it with us. And then Boy George came aboard and then he wrote a new verse. Uh, and then we, Nile Rogers came on and did the guitar, and I was like, and we created a, a new dis, a new old disco track. And it's funny because when you when you play the movie to people, and I'm, you know, people my generation and some older who are around that, they go, oh, I love this song, and they're tapping. I go, what is it? And they go, yeah, um, I know it. It's what I used. To, I I remember dancing to this in Studio Fifty Four, and I'm like, do you now? Um, so, and then I say it's 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 a new one, um, but I. It was, you know, do you know what? It was really good fun writing it, but making the video and watching these act. I don't know if you've seen the video, but the, I have these, seen the video. Yeah, the, the, these these actors revealed their true spirit of fun in this video, yeah. and um, so that was that was fun as well. So, what level is Henry's level of fun in this video? <laughs> because that's obviously one of the best parts to see him okay. just being Henry. Basic. So, so Henry, Henry, and I, when we um, on the movie. You know, his opening sequence was a dance sequence with Dua Lipa. So Henry and I are quite um, kindred spirits that dancing isn't top of our list for fun, you know, and we both admitted the best, you know, we're pretty good at dancing with a bar and some, and a, you know, alcohol in our hand, watching people dance and um, maybe not our head up and down. Um, so it was quite intriguing because Dua Lipa was sort of nervous acting in her first movie opposite Henry Cavill and Henry Cavill was like nervous dancing with her and having to lift her up as well and he just was nervous about dropping her um, and um, so um, yeah so the video I said you know Henry Henry and I were you know when Henry was doing his stuff I, I went be yourself you're not the character right now and so do it as you would do it. Everyone, you know, this is the whole point. This is the actors in the video, not the characters in the video. And Henry um, was like, this is not my cup of tea. Are you sure we should be doing this? And I was like, yeah, play it like it's not your cup of tea. So he played it like it wasn't his cup of tea. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Matthew Vaughn. And and seeing Niall on there, Niall Rogers, uh, I mean, God, anything the guy touches and is a part of once he brings that guitar and bass oh, in. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And by the way, and it's effortless. Yeah. Just it's 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 my my I went to an, a, a concert of Niles with my son, and my son halfway through it was like, he's not doing that for real. And I went, No, he really is. He um because it's I mean, just a legend. I've seen him on video. I've never been in the room, but like seeing him write with people. You've got to get out more. Everyone we talk about, you've seen on video. You, you, you get out of Louisville. 
I, I've never been invited into his songwriting process is what I'm trying to say. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. Yeah. Watching him in, in the songwriting. It is. It's just like, it, like you can't imagine how easy it just comes to him. And then knowing what he's been a part of, you know, yeah. Bowie, you know, resurrecting and not that Bowie needed resurrecting his career, but putting him into the pop world just by. Well, no, he, he gave Bowie his most commercial album of all time. And one of his great, I mean, Modern Love, it's a masterpiece. It is masterpiece. a masterpiece. Uh, I'll bring up a masterpiece moment of Argyle too. Uh, watching Sam Jackson talk is enough. Mm. Usually, hearing his I don't know what you call it. It's not a, really a monologue, but his lines about the the wine as he's you know talking about the vineyard. It's one of those moments where I think is this speech written with Sam Jackson saying it in mind because it sounds like a classic Samuel L. Jackson moment. Well, once Sam Jackson, he could read the yellow pages and it will sound like a classic Sam Jackson written for him moment. I mean, he is an extra, I mean, an extraordinary actor that brings an A-plus game to whatever he does. And it's just such a delight to to work with him. And it's this big joke. He loves singing. Um, I'm not going to sing. Um, he sings. He's undirectable. Right. Um, and he does it to um, someone has to help me out. What's the, you know, uh, no, not Sinatra. It's no under uh, um, unbelievable EMF. No, no, undirectable. <laughs> it's not, no, it's not a real oh God. Come on. Help oh, me I out. see what you're saying. Um, unforgettable, unforgettable, unforgettable. That's yeah. what I So He sings undirectable. And I was laughing because he me he's not meaning like you can direct me, but why bother? <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't it's him yeah because some um, people do make the mistake of saying sam can you do it again can you do it again i mean with sam once you get to the third take you've got to be an idiot to, to um right because you know first take makes you know it's the second I mean, as long as you make sure you're technically you captured him if you're on a third take there must be something wrong with the camera because it's it, it's just perfection this yeah I, i've heard somebody talk about this being more of a universe like how far down the line are you second third movie is that what i'm understanding look um we would love to do more the issue is people have to go watch the movie this weekend for us to do more um because um pretty hard to persuade someone to give you money to make a movie if no one watched the first one so um and and you know the next one i touch wood uh, cross fingers if this works would be the the book book one which has been published where we go back and we see how our girl goes from a long head ponytail guy to a flat top oh that flat top that's going to be iconic i really hope that continues i really do because it is as i said at the beginning it's such a fun movie and it's got a great soundtrack well <laughs> spread the word and and a call of arms go to the cinema this weekend please for the sake of all of us cinema needs help and you're doing your part for that and i appreciate it matthew thank you so much for taking the time seriously it's been a real pleasure well thank you as well my thanks to matthew vaughn argyle now playing wherever fine movies are played thanks to you for checking out the episode again please do hit that subscribe button while you're hanging around that way you get every new interview we send out three brand new ones every single week a new one every monday wednesday and friday you can grab us at spotify apple podcast npr wfpk.org consequence youtube for the video versions or anywhere you get your podcast from subscribe to kyle meredith with don't forget to give the series a rating and leave a review as well after that 
please do head over to WFPK.org. That's where you'll find me every weeknight at 6 p.m. Eastern. I'll spend four hours of classics from the 80s and 90s. You get the best in new music, bonus interviews, lots of music news as well. Uh, one of my recent shows featured the music of Bow Wow Wow, Elvis Costello, Otis Redding, John Paul Young, David Bowie, Mary Clayton, Eddie Vedder, Counting Crows, uh, Suzanne Vega, Liz Fair, TLC, Parliament, The Last Dinner Party, Corinne Bailey Ray, The National, U2, Slow Dive, Angie McMahon, Elliot Smith, David Byrne, The Black Keys, Jesus and Mary Chain, Adrian Linker from Big Thief, and my interview with little Steven, Steven Van Zant of Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Just an example of what you get to every weeknight, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on any of the social media sites. The address is always the same. It's at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like it. Follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park